Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, intuitive astrologer and numerologer. everybody and welcome to uh, today's extended two-hour radio show. Uh, we are going to pack in the people hopefully today and get quite a few readings done with my friend Judith Salt uh, who does tarot card readings and we discovered uh, I think it was last month that she and I work really well together when we combine tarot and astrology and so we'll be doing both of those today. Uh, I hope you're all doing well. I know here in the Pacific Northwest we're experiencing what will probably be one of the last few beautiful days of the uh, uh, summer season and uh, fall, winter, spring. <laughs> we tend to get a lot of rain, and I'm uh, assuming that's going to set in for us anytime soon. Uh, but for today, it's a beautiful day, beautiful day to see the full moon when it rises this evening as well. So in today's show, we are going to be doing readings, of course, and talking to Judith a bit about tarot and astrology and, and that type of thing. Um, but before we really get into that, I want to talk about what's going on up in the sky. As usual, there is a lot going on. Um, of course, today, if we uh, begin there, we've got the full moon uh, that was actually happened already this morning, but it will still look quite full this evening when the um, uh, moon rises, and it's sitting at 26 degrees of Pisces, uh, which interesting place because that puts it square to the galactic center, and square meaning a 90-degree relationship, and puts it square to my own personal sun, and squares are usually challenging aspects. However, I do not feel challenged at all this uh, particular full moon. Full moons are always times of being able to bring something into completion or to end something. Um, it creates a doorway through which you can release. And so full moon energy in Pisces would mean maybe there is just something that you have been holding on to for too long, and now it's time to let it go. Uh, maybe there is the need to make more room in your life for you to create something from your imagination, uh, to bring it into manifestation, and the full moon allows you the releasing energy so that once the new moon comes, then you can really be in the flow of creation and manifesting. But the full moon isn't the only wonderful thing going on. Tomorrow, the planet Pluto uh, is going to move from retrograde motion to direct motion. And that just means from our perspective here on Earth, if we could actually see Pluto, 
without <laughs> a very strong telescope, you would note that perhaps it was starting to move in a different direction, forward motion in this case. And so Pluto is the planet of power and transformation. And while it was in retrograde motion, which actually began in April, um, I think it was April 12th, uh, you may have noticed that a lot of powerful things were happening to you on the inside, meaning internal transformations, empowering yourself in the emotions perhaps, in the way that you thought uh, or your thinking patterns, beliefs, etc. So the empowering process or the transformation process has really been working with us on the inner levels. And now we have the opportunity with Pluto moving direct to take those empowering things that have happened to us on the inside and start moving it to the outer world. So start to make some powerful changes in the world uh, around you. And um, the interesting thing is that Pluto is still in the sign of Capricorn and will be for a very long time still. And Capricorn is a sign of, of structure and form. So really what it is time now for you to do is to bring all of those ideas and the changes that you've made on the inter internal and to bring them and start something new on the outside, restructure something to um, to maybe stabilize or, or put a stronger foundation under what it is that you're trying to create. And, of course, wherever Pluto is in your personal chart is where you will begin to see the empowerment process unfold. And um, Pluto is one of the planets that, because it's so far out, it spends a good part of the year in retrograde motion. And I would suspect that, again, it will go back to retrograde in March or so, March or April again. And so now you have, you know, several months, five to six months of, of the work on the outside, the outer transformation to start catching up with all the things that have been changing for you on the inside. Pluto really is our friend, although sometimes it feels Sometimes it doesn't feel that way, especially when it's, you know, working to uh, upset the apple cart, so to speak, or to destroy something um, in order for a rebirth to happen. But in this case, I really think that Pluto has been really working with us to uh, to get us to a point where we really can become the conscious co-creators of our reality. And so that's uh, the work that's being done for us on the inner levels, and now we're going to be taking that out, again out to the outer levels. And of course, we have the planet Uranus also factoring into this because Uranus and Pluto will be in a 90 degree, they actually have been in a, a 90 degree relationship with each other for quite the while, um, or at least within close proximity to each other. Uh, but coming up in November, they're going to be in an exact 90 degree angle, so that furthers our transformation along the lines to something new, to connecting ourselves to a new paradigm, a new way of being, and not only for us as individuals, but for us as a nation and as a people, uh, as earthlings on this planet, as global citizens and uh, as citizens of the universe. So it's all really very exciting. The biggest news for this coming week, of course, is the fact that we're uh, moving into the autumn equinox. The equinoxes and solstices always create gateways or portals into new energy. And so uh, the autumn equinox is the time when the sun moves into Libra. And so Libra brings things like relationships and justice and fairness and balance all into our sphere of influence. 
and Venus is the planet that rules Libra. And so we have lots of interesting things going on with Venus that uh, we'll, we'll talk about here in just a moment. But for the Sun and Libra time, we, we enter into this gateway. And, of course, Uranus is sitting in uh, Aries opposite of Libra. So we may find ourselves entangled relationship-wise uh, and working through some issues uh, with the relationship that we're in. Or maybe, uh, for some of you, we'll be moving into new relationships or even new ways of being within the relationships that you're in. So that's really something to look forward to because it seems like over the last few months even, uh, weeks to months, things have been sort of stagnant in that area or have been uh, even in, in a more destructive phase, let's say, as relationships have been sort of moving through um, breakups and, and things like that. And, and those things that happen to us that way aren't you know, by way of punishment, they're by way of moving you into the right and perfect relationship, for example. Um, so people today, I'm guessing, will have lots of questions around relationships because I think that's one of the hot-button things that's going on, and um, perhaps even money because one of the planets that's involved very much so in this autumn equinox is the planet Venus, and Venus rules, uh, for, for one of the things she rules is money. And the economy actually is involved in that. And Venus, as of yesterday, was conjunct Saturn and the North Node, which is our destiny, so to speak, uh, in the sign of uh, Scorpio. And that's really a very interesting time because Venus, as we know, Scorpio goes deep. It's very intense energy. And uh, so Venus in here is looking for depth. Hello? the winter solstice comes. And so we'll have some really interesting um, energies that line up for us this fall, quite possibly with the economy. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say another crash um, or that stock market's going to fall or something like that, but I, I believe we're going to see some adjustment energy in that area of, of uh, our world as Venus, when she moves into retrograde, will be in the sign of Capricorn, which is the natural sign that Saturn rules. So there's going to be a real affinity for the destruction, rebirthing of uh, Saturn and Scorpio and the restructuring energy of now Venus uh, in Capricorn. So the autumn and now into the winter really looks like it's shaping up to be very interesting. But for you personally, all I can say is try not to get uh, lost in what's going on in the world, right? Keep to yourself and, and you know, be aware of the world, 
but don't be so engrossed in it that you get taken down by what looks like, um, you know, things going on out there that aren't of a positive nature. Keep to yourself and what the, what it means for you personally, and that will keep you from going down the negative road. You know how the news is. I mean, they don't really report on the awesome things that are happening in the world. Uh, we often get fed all of the uh, stuff that's of an ugly nature. So, so be positive. Uh, be willing to go where Saturn is taking you, which is into the core, and letting go of the things that are not authentic to you, that are not um, the beliefs or patterns or things that you want to carry with you moving into the future. Be willing, be courageous to let them go, and then to be replacing that with things that are of a, a more positive nature. And that will keep you from you know, getting sucked into the whirlpool that uh, is likely going to be uh, our world over the next few months. All right. So today I am so happy to welcome Judith Salt, our tarot reader extraordinaire. And Judith, I think you're on the line, right? I am on here? the line. I, I am, am here. so, so happy to have you with us today on our, what, two-hour show. This is going to be it awesome. Is. Yes, I'm very excited about it. And, yeah, um, I, I am too. And, uh, and I, I wanted I to ask you, did you pull a card for us to start the day? I just pulled a card, and it's um, Brother Fire. In the traditional decks, a brother is like the knight of fire. And um, I used Pamela Eakins' deck for those of you who are interested. Uh, it's called Tarot of the Spirit, and uh, her name is spelled E-I-K-E-N. And this yeah. one is about focusing. Uh, the Brother card is really, really about focusing on what's out there. And what is it? Passion. Fire is about passion, creativity, and what feeds your soul. So that's what our card for today is. We're we're going to be passionate about what we do. I know I'm passionate about tarot, and you're passionate about astrology, so we're happy. Oh there. yeah, yes. Uh huh. That is so <laughs> awesome. I love that card. I think that's so great uh, because you know when things are going wrong in the world, what we have that really can sustain us is our passion for what it is we love to do, whether it's loving our families, loving our jobs, loving just the way we feel, uh, passion. That's the key. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. You're thank welcome. You. Um, so I, I, before we get started actually doing readings, and I know we have a lot of them to do, but remember, folks, we have a two-hour show today, so do not despair. If you cannot get into the line, you know, wait a couple of minutes and try again because we're going to, to try to get through as many people as we can today. I know some of you last time Miss Judith was here didn't get your reading because we just ran out of time. So hopefully we don't have that problem today. Um, but here's how it's going to work. First of all, if you want to have a reading, you've got to call in to the, uh, the line, and that number is 917-889-3818. And uh, our producer will uh, get you in the queue and will be letting us know who's next so we keep it all in order. And um, what we'll do today is, because we're going to try to combine astrology and tarot, 
uh, when we get you on the line, what we're going to do is first get your birth information so that I make sure that I can be getting up a chart while you ask your questions of Judith and she begins the conversation with uh, the mini reading of the tarot cards for you. And then we'll move over to the astrology part of that, okay? All right, so I have already got a list started here of people, and I think we have Roxanne as our first guest. Uh, I mean, our, our first, you are a guest, Roxanne, but you're also asking for a reading, right? Oh, hi. Hi, Janet, and hi, Judith. How are you? We're good, Very Roxanne. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Now, Roxanne, have I done a reading before for you? Yeah, it's been a while, but you did. Okay, why don't you give me your birth information, Roxanne, just to be sure that sure. I don't... Sure, it's okay, May, mm-hmm. May 31st. Do you need the year also? Yes, ma'am. 59. Okay, and what time were you born? I would say very early in the morning. It could be 6 or 7 a.m., and it was in Europe. Okay, what country? Uh, Poland. Are we there? Yes, I'm here. I didn't know there was a silence. <laughs> I thought I lost you. <laughs> I was afraid I'd lost you, too. Uh, Roxanne, what would you like to know about today? Well, I am, I'm looking for a full-time job. I already was passed on a promotion, full-time job, three times in the company where I am now. I'm a part-timer. I applied outside. I didn't hear anything from these people. The company that I work for will have another opening, vacancy, vacancy full-time in December or January they will be hiring. I was wondering, do you see me working full-time for that company and I'll get that job or it's not meant to be at all? Well, what I see for you um, is that you're, um, you're, you have some kind of fear about um, speaking up and um, and uh, presenting yourself. There is a promise of um, a new a new opportunity coming your way. The um, aces are cosmic gifts given in perfect timing, and you have the ace of fire. And so um, th- that's coming up in your in your um, uh, I want to say chart, <laughs> but that's the astrology part. It's coming up in your reading. <laughs> so you are going to have some kind of a new opportunity, and you're losing, uh, again, you're losing some faith in yourself. So have you talked to anybody that you have interviewed with to find out what, um, why you may not have gotten those promotions in the yeah, past? Yeah, I... I talked, and honestly, it's it's a it's not very fair favorable situation. So, I I don't want to discuss this on the radio. But no, no, no. I that, all I wanted to know is if you if you yeah. had conversation. And I I got upset with the results of this conversation. So. 
Um, and, uh, this is underrated. It's just upsetting to hear. No, I understand. Now, are you... Um, I, I want to make sure that I was um, clear about what you were saying, too, is that this is a promotion that's coming up in the company that you're working for now. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it's not actually a promotion. Yeah, I am working is in the company that I am working now, but I am working as a part-timer, even if I've been right. there for a while. My hours were cut two years ago. So that's probably the same position coming that I work now, but full-time versus part-time that I am now. So they cannot just move me from part-time to full-time. They told me I still need to compete. So they will have yeah. a position in December and probably start hiring in January because it, there is no vacancy at this moment, but there will be vacancy by, by December. Okay. So um, I'm going to pull a card, another card. Um, the, the, what I'm getting is that you're well-liked by a lot of your peers, um, a lot of the, the, the people that you work around. Let's see what your block is to, the prom to promotions. Um, that's interesting, but the, the block seems to be that there is, um, they're, they're not sure about, well, somebody is not sure about your ability to do what's being asked, and it's somebody who has been in a situation of power over you and, um, has, you're going to have a hard time changing their mind. Is this new position going to be under a different supervisor? It could be under a different, under different supervisor, but they can do whatever they want with the position. So I really don't know what they're planning to do. They are changing places, locations. They are moving people. So honestly, I don't know, but... Yeah, I was told that the person who is making a decision for some reason doesn't like me as a person, even if I have many years of experience. But and I probably won't be able to change her mind. So yeah, you're not. Gonna, you're not going to be able to change her mind. You're at a fork in the road right now, and you can choose to do things the way that you've done them in the past, or you can do choose to do things in a new way. So there are a couple of uh, different, let me uh, get a clarification on this one. Um, you're very unlikely to get hired in this position that's going to be open. But if you go to another company that does a similar, where you can do similar kind of work, you'll fare much better. Well, there is no other companies because due to my age and other reasons that I cannot discuss on the radio, there is no jobs in other companies. It's a very narrow field, and it's very hard to find jobs. People looking for jobs for five years. I don't. I have very slim chance to find a job anywhere else. Hmm. So that's it's um, not. It's not a regular job. I I can't give you details. <laughs> it's a very no, I, narrow. 
Yeah. Um, what I'm getting, unfortunately, what I'm getting is I, I don't see much hope for you to be able to um, get past this person who, for whatever reason, is not supportive of you. So you have to have a different approach in order to... Um, in order for there to be any kind of hope. So whether the approach is to completely redo your resume, um, it might, but let's see, what kind of approach should this be? <coughs> um, setting your intention and gathering support from other people related um, related to the position, um, but not um, not going over her head, but uh, doing more networking um, within the company, um, doing doing things differently than what you've done them in the past. Janet, what do you see in her astrology for uh, Jan- December, January, around there? Um, first of all, I needed to get the country that she was born in and city because I didn't, somehow I got muted or <laughs> whatever, so I never heard that part. Uh, oh. So, Roxanne, what country were you born in? Uh, it was Poland, but the city, I cannot, I cannot tell you. I don't remember myself. It's somewhere in my papers. Okay, no problem. I'm just going to use Warsaw or something, you know, a, a major city that I know. Okay, so... And just one moment, I've got to pull your chart up now. It looks to me like there was some kind of a, well, you you said that you actually went in and talked to her, because what I'm seeing is that that there was some kind of uh, of an argument or a confrontation um, or something that, that happened in the past. And, uh, boy, I wish I could give you better news than that. And maybe um, Janet will be able to, and then I'll pull a couple of cards around what what uh, she's coming with. But all the cards were reversed except for um, the one, the lover's card, which is about doing things, having the choice to doing things in a new way and that's where I was suggesting that you, you at the very least, redo your resume. Um, mm-hmm. And almost to give it, like, a different a different appearance, a different flavor. Yeah, so I have her chart up now. Um, and, and I have to tell you, Roxanne, it's very interesting what's going on here for you because for you – uh, at least based on the town that I have, you know, we might be off a, a couple of degrees, but I can't imagine we're off too far, is that today's full moon for you is in Pisces, and Pisces is on your 10th house of career. And remember that the full moon is always a time of releasing, bringing something to completion or letting go of something. So in some way right now... Hello? Can you yes, hear me? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Yes, I'm here. So in, in some ways right now, this is a really good time for you, even though this doesn't sound like 
I know from the cards it doesn't quite sound like the opening that you're looking for is um, happening in in the same place that you're in right now. But I know something must be up because you've got Chiron and Neptune and this full moon all clustered together there in your 10th house of career. But what's even more telling is that the planet Uranus is moving through Aries in your 11th house of vision and dreams, kind of the goals and aspirations that you have. What is it that you want to create? And now Uranus is a planet that brings things out of the blue. And it is a planet that brings us to sort of revolution and an evolutionary impulse comes through this particular planet. And it is in a conjunction right now in your chart with the uh, planet Eris, and, uh, who is the goddess of discord. And your Eris is sitting on top of the south node, the gifts and talents and so forth that you've brought with you here to the planet in this incarnation. So I think what Judith is trying to tell you here is that you need to undergo a little bit of a remake, a reimagining, if you will, of yourself. And um, it's a perfect time to do this. Revision what it is that you want to be doing and how you want to go about that. Um, maybe ask other people around you, um, not for advice necessarily, but ask them how they see you in that position. And um, if you can, because I don't know what type of work you're doing, it sounds like it's probably something that's uh, more of an institution uh, than a, a small private business or something. But in that respect, you know, what you have to do is is um, is broaden your vision, the scope of yes. your vision. You know, yes. m make what you allow for yourself bigger. And at the same time, bring it into focus a little bit more as to what is it that would really uh, make you passionate. What what are you passionate about? And and what does that look like then for you in this particular place? Um, your particular uh, planet Lilith, your shadow, is in the sign of Taurus, which is a fear of scarcity, as in uh, there's not enough time for me, I'm getting too old for this, um, nobody wants you know a woman my age, um, that kind of thing. So you're going to have to let that go if you're going to want if you're going to move forward in any way. Um, and, and this is your opportunity to do that because the transiting Lilith is moving through your first house. There's a remaking, a revisioning of you personally that's going on as well. So I think there's a lot of really good things lining up here for you. Jupiter, the planet of growth and expansion, is about ready to move into your money house. And when Jupiter moves into that, that money house, not only is it money that can be expanded, but there's also the possibility of increasing your self-worth and really taking a look at who am I and what am I worthy of. And, you know, looking at yourself from a different set of eyes, from a higher perspective, from a spiritual perspective, and then acting on things from there. What do I want to create for myself? That's the question you should be asking yourself. And how can I revision myself to get myself on track to be that person? It doesn't matter what other people are doing around you, by the way, not even your, your boss or whoever it is that would make decisions because all you're seeing is the projection of your own stuff out there in the world. So the minute you change your perspective about yourself, the people outside you are going to start reflecting that perception back to you. Does that make sense to you? Okay. Yeah. This is all very I totally, hopeful. I, this is great. Yeah, I totally agree with what Janet's saying. And, 
And the the cards that I drew, um, the first card being the card that represents fear, the second card being the one that represented um, an opportunity that that ace of fire for for passion and what feeds your soul. And then the other cards that came up were were hopeful that they were in a reverse position because your um, uh, be, be, because you're too narrowly focused, and um, and so I I agree that this is a time to become who you want to be to re re envision. I, I um, I'm just repeating what Janet said, and you were very eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the, when it's Janet a, it's was talking, I, I pulled two cards. One of them was the moon card, just as she was saying about the moon. And so it, it increases significance of that. And then uh, the other card was the star card, which is reaching your highest potential. So, um, so you will have opportunities when you revision yourself to acknowledge that you deserve those opportunities and that um, you call them to yourself. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Right, so, can I understand something? Uh, you you were mentioning that there is a block, and if there is a block with me being chosen for that from for that promotion, yes. so I don't understand how can I change it? Because if if someone doesn't want to hire you, you cannot change their their so, point. Yeah, going back to what Janet said is when you um, when you change the dance. So far, for example, you guys have been doing uh, a foxtrot, you and this other person that doesn't like you. But when you change how you are within you, um, your own perception, your own um, uh, way of being in the world, then you're changing the dance to a tango or something else. They have to change. They will change in in uh, respect to you. So um, when you revision yourself, you're putting out like a, a new self almost. Exactly. And don't underestimate the fact here, Roxanne, that you're a Gemini. And Geminis are mistresses of change. And you can... Uh, pull up from deep within you and become the person that you want to be, it does not matter that right now it looks like you're being blocked because that's only a perception. That is not even real. You know, there are plenty of ways. Start visioning ways uh, that that block can be released. Perhaps it comes through a new job. Perhaps that person leaves the job and another boss takes over. Uh, Perhaps she has a change of heart. She sees you in a new light. Perhaps you change so much within yourself over the next few weeks as you see the beauty and so forth within you that you are totally shining in a different way. There are so many ways that this can play out for you. You just have to choose to change from within first. Reimagine yourself. I tell you, girl, if you do it, you're going to be great because you've got some great transits coming up that are going to be hitting your destiny. Your destiny is in the fifth house of creativity and joy and play. So lighten up a bit. Change yourself to the fun-loving, playful person you are. And don't let what other people outside of you say really be taken to heart and be the person you are. I mean, in other words, don't change yourself 
to uh, what they want. You change yourself to what you want. Yes. Be who you want to be. And good luck with this. Um, you know, and you know, we're always here. You can reach, you know, check in with us on Thursdays if you need some more guidance in this area. Um, because I, I think, you know, you you really you really have an awakening that's underway here for you. Okay? Roxanne? Well, I think we may have lost her. Um, I hope that you're still listening, though, Roxanne, and I wish you, uh, we both wish you the very best of luck. Yes, I do, too. Okay, so thank you, Judith. That was awesome, and that was a pretty deep one that we had to work through. And um, our next person on the line is Michelle. Michelle, are you there? Hi, ladies. Hello. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Michelle, before we get going, have I done a reading for you before? No. Okay. I'm going to grab some birth information from you then. Is that okay? Sure. What's your birth date? Colorado. Okay, but let's do your birth date first. Okay. 813.75 at 12.23 a.m. Midnight baby, huh? And that was what city in Colorado? In Denver, Colorado. Denver. Okay. So go ahead and ask your question of um, okay. uh, Judith, and then I'll bring your chart up. Okay. My question is, I am trying to find a lawyer so that I can um, file for a divorce, and I'm trying to see if you're able to see me being able to be successful in um, doing that because it's been kind of hard. It's been hard to find a lawyer? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, okay, so the question, I'm going to rephrase the question to um, what is the best way for Michelle to um, find a lawyer to proceed with divorce? Okay? Yes. Okay. Going on your guide and my guide. Okay. Um, there's uh, it, it. It looks to me like there is some uh, financial um, struggles that are going on around finding an attorney. Is that correct? Well, yes, financially because I'm a housewife, so money is his, and so you know, getting the money to retain them from that point then they can go, you know, after him for the legal fees. So I retain right. him is the issue. Right, and I'm, I'm, that's what I'm seeing here is that it, it's financial situation um, yeah. that you're able to do. And so this is facing your worst nightmare, which is if I, if I can't afford an attorney, then I can't get divorced, then, then on and on and on. So um, your next, Best step. Um, your next best step is bringing balance into all of the different aspects of where you're going. There are, um, there are. You have to decide first of all what it is that you want to do, um, and this is part of that whole manifesting of looking at what it is that you want to do. And um, and getting what you wish for. So um, 
there are associations, there are um, legal aid societies, there are uh, attorneys that um, focus on, oh, I want to say mentoring, and that's not quite, mediating. Mediating, yeah. Um, yeah. And so what, what these cards are looking like here is that um, you you need to look at those organizations and uh, those kind of attorneys to find out, uh, to to get started in the process. I'm assuming your husband doesn't want a divorce, is that correct? Correct. And uh, does and he I know that... And I actually have, um, I haven't went, had an appointment today, so I have, uh-huh. um, you know, gone that route, but I still haven't been able to find one. So I'm wondering if you guys are able to see, you know, eventually me being able to, to get one because I have gone that route. That's the only route I really can go because he doesn't want it, and I do. Yes, I do see that you're going to be able to find uh, to find an attorney. Let's look okay. um, time-wise. Are you safe? Um, it's getting, you know what I mean, worse now that he knows that I don't want this anymore. So he is kind of acting a little off, you know. But I wouldn't say that I'm not safe because I would definitely, you know, leave completely if it comes to that. But it is kind of, you know, shaky ground because he is starting to act. Strange. Um then you need to um contact the um uh the women's shelter in your area okay and they will have resources for you and okay. they have attorneys who either work pro bono or work um uh they're accustomed to taking cases like this uh, because what I'm the the reason I asked if you're safe is because the the cards are showing that that um, there may be a um, a blow up or a um, a situation where you at the very least um, you feel intimidated. Okay. And and. Um, and that your security, your physical security, is at risk. Um, so call one of those shelters um, right away. Okay. And get some advice from there. It may be that you have a particular attorney in mind or or something like that. Um, put out to the universe. I know this sounds crazy, but put out to the universe, call to me, and, and um, this is part of manifesting, and here's how you do it. You say there, to whatever you believe in in spirit, there is one spirit, there is a power of the one, I rocks, I mean, I'm sorry. Um, no problem. <laughs> uh, I, Michelle, call to me the perfect um uh, the perfect attorney to handle my divorce case. And expect the unexpected. Expect it to come out of nowhere. 
expect that uh, you'll do your due diligence, you'll make your phone calls, and you'll do things like that. But it, 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 when it comes to you, it's not going to come to you in the way that it usually does for most people. You have okay. more power in this situation than you realize okay. is the other thing that's coming up. Definitely. Okay. I see the same okay. thing from your chart, um, uh, Michelle. And the interesting thing is, is the the what just blew me away totally, Judith, is when you asked her if she was safe, because I was going to ask that same question, because the planet Mars, which brings up conflict and confrontation, is moving through your fourth house of home and family, safety and security. And this, of course, is where it's in Leo, and you are a Leo. You have a sun in Leo, yeah. and you have um, Mars now headed very much toward that 19-degree sun placement. And it's not today or tomorrow, but maybe in the next week or two, maybe maybe yeah. a couple of weeks out before Mars gets here. And that can create some issues, particularly because um, your your natal Mars is sitting at the 12th house first house cusp and so there's a tendency to violence here if um if you're not real careful right if you're not careful that this can become something very ugly and um so take the moral high road in everything you do in this over the next few weeks remembering to uh, that there was obviously something between you at one time there was love here once and don't don't let that that go away completely. You might not be able to live together and be married, um, but always remember that there's love here. Um, okay. Uh, Pluto, the planet that does uh, bring about transformation, is in your eighth house of uh, transformation and rebirth. So often when I am looking for an indicator of divorce, it's when uh, that uh, planet is moving through the eighth house, and here we have it. Uh, other planets as well, but in particular uh, Pluto in this case. And uh, it's still retrograde. Remember earlier in my conversation today, we were talking about Pluto changing directions on the 20th, which is tomorrow. And um, as it changes directions and then the sun starts to move into Libra, I believe things are going to work out better for you in this way. Libra actually has a real affinity, the sign Libra, for uh, lawyers and um, the law itself, so uh, it bodes well for you as the sun moves into Libra that you will be able to find the right and perfect attorney uh, to take this on for you. And that is also where your natal, um, by birth, where your natal Pluto is. So uh, are there children involved in this, by the way? Yes, we have a son. Okay, I want you to be very mindful about what is going on with him through this because, um, you know, this is huge. There's uh, the planet Ceres moving through your house of children right now, and she's the mother goddess. Um, So it's very important that you keep thinking about how he's feeling through this. How old is he? He's six. So he's very young. So you want to make sure that he, you know, understands... Uh, what's appropriate for him to understand at age six, right? That this doesn't get, you know, pulled into yeah. his his life in a way that, uh, you know, disturbs him. Um, yeah. But, you know, I completely understand. Sometimes, you know, there's just the need to be able to uh, let go of a relationship, and I can see that kind of here. 
Um, I also can see the planet Jupiter, which is growth and expansion for you, moving into the third house of communication. So is it possible, is it just possible that somehow you can take the energy of this particular planet and open the communication gateways between you and this, uh, your husband and you know, be able to talk your way through this uh, in a way that is empowering for both of you and not you know, disempowering one or the other of you? I would be open to that, but with him not really wanting it, you know, that's really mm-hmm. where the problem's coming in. Because I'm not, I'm not looking for it to even be not amicable, you know. But the mm-hmm. fact that he doesn't want it, I can't control that. Because no, no matter what right. happens, you cannot control um, how he is going to react. However, yeah. you can control what you believe is possible. Right? Yes. So keep that in mind. You know, what are you putting out there to the universe? What are you saying? You know, what is that thought that's going through your mind around this? Is it that this is impossible, you and he will never see eye to eye? Or is it, you know, that there's a way for us to move forward through this that works for both of us? And let him voice what his concerns are about it. You know, there's nothing wrong in hearing him out. It doesn't need to change your mind or make things different. But letting him have his say. By the way, what sign is he? Do you know he is his a Libra. Mm-hmm. He's a Libra. He's a Libra. So, and and I would, you know what I mean? He just doesn't, he says nothing. Like, he says, no, this is not, you know, he doesn't want to hear it. No. So I'm I'm open. I was even open before coming to this point, you know, to talk mm-hmm. things out. But our issue is that we're spiritually um I'm coming up and he's has no interest in that. And so I know that, mm-hmm. you know, this has to end because simply because of that there's no way to work on it because spiritually he has no interest in, you know, becoming spiritually what he needs to be. And I don't mm-hmm. fault him for that, but you know, he can't keep trying to hold me back because I'm not gonna be held back. So if he did want to talk about it, I'd be open to that, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. I would invite you to keep the lines of communication open, though, right? It, you can't okay. control, again, if he's going to talk or not, but keeping it open because um, okay. Libra is it is one of the more reasonable signs, right? They, they, can, they, yeah. they will talk and they will want to keep things in balance and harmony, uh, harmonious between you. I mean, they're... There's definitely the possibility for you to get through this. So okay. keep that in mind. Keep yep. that in mind. And be just make sure it doesn't get out of control. That's all. I you know. I just to underscore yeah. what Judah said. Be be very aware that a, a simple argument doesn't get carried away. Yeah. No, we don't and argue. Other, I, don't, I don't enter into any of that. Like I don't. If he even tries to pull that energy into me, like, I will leave, and I don't enter into any arguments, like, okay, not there. All right, well, Michelle, I wish you the best of luck in this, and, thank you, uh, ladies, you're very you're welcome, very have, welcome. A, have a great day, you too, bye, bye-bye, bye-bye, um, okay. Janet, some people, um, may, uh, find, there are some articles on my website uh, about about relationships and about becoming who you want to be, about uh, changing who you are. 
And you can find um, these articles on my website, and you can sign up for my newsletter. I send it out once a month. And uh, the, my website is Judith, J-U-D-Y-T-H, Sult, S-U-L-T, all one word, JudithSult.com. And um, and you can go on my uh, on my website and sign up for the newsletter. And um, I have a column called Ask Judith, and I will answer questions uh, also in my newsletter or uh, sending me an email. I will uh, also do that. That's great. Great to know. So it's Judith Salt with an S, as in Sam. S as in Sam, U-L as in Lollipop, T as in Tom. And um, go check it out. Sign up for her uh, newsletter. And then you said you had articles there on relationships as well, correct? I have articles on manifesting, on relationships, um, and I um, offer classes periodically and... um, so there's there's a wealth of information on there. JudithSalt.com. Nice. JudithSalt.com. All right. Okay. Thank you for sharing that with us, Judith. And uh, our next caller is Patricia. Hello, Patricia. Hello. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. I've been enjoying listening, and I'll give you my birth information right away. Okay. It's, perfect. Uh, One twenty-four sixty-three. 24, okay, 1963. And what time were you born? 8.25 p.m. Oh, p.m., okay. And the city is uh, Las Vegas, and it's in New Mexico. Oh, (laughs) I was already putting Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. Uh, If you can't find it, it's probably San Miguel County, because I've 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 looked at my stuff. It came up. It was perfect. Okay, Patricia, so I'm going to let you ask your question of Judith now. Oh, great. Um, Well, the situation is uh, I got divorced about six months ago. I started a brand-new life. I'm uh, in a home, and I'm not quite sure. I keep going back and forth whether or not, excuse me, I'm going to be moving or not. Um, The situation is I would love to have a brand-new relationship with a man, and I don't want to move twice, so I don't know if I get into a relationship whether this person would move in with me or I would move in with him. It's not here yet, but I'm anticipating. So <laughs> I'm already preparing and manifesting, so that's why I'm asking right away. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't have a relationship, but I'm already preparing. So I'd like to see, I, you know, I just don't want to move and then, you know, I have to move again. I, I've been through so much, and um, I'm ready for uh, some release and pleasure and a good, you know, a, a good existence because it's it's been really hard on me, and uh, I'm, I've moved forward. So that's why I'm, I'm, you know, really putting all my ducks in a row here. <laughs> good girl. Uh, <laughs> you are there, right? Yes, I am. Um, I see, Patricia, that you are have really been going through um, a, a struggle, and it's been very um, 
it's been a real challenge for you. You've uh, gone through a change, a change of identity, um, and we all go through it. I mean, anybody who's divorced uh, goes through a change of identity. A lot of times, even your name uh, changes. But it's 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 more of the internal um, sense of self and and who you are. And then um, you have um, that ironic that Ace of Fire came up for you also. So there is a seed that's being planted for something new that's coming up for you and something that is going to engage you in a way, not necessarily a romance, but more of a sense of who you are. And knowing who you are on your own before you prepare for a relationship with another is a really important first step to take. I know that isn't what what you were asking, but... Um, that's really important to know. So what energy are you drawing to yourself if you stay in the house that you're in right now? And what energy are you drawing to yourself if you um, if you move? And actually, the, um, the cards are suggesting that you might uh, to consider moving. Um, if you're moving, you're pregnant with possibilities and um, opportunities that will be coming up and nurturing and taking care of yourself. So it tells me that the home or the house that you're in right now, is it left over from the divorce? Yes, and, and actually there's no residual from the individual here. It's um, it's the neighborhood. Um, it's quite a bit to, to upkeep um, and... And I've got a neighbor that has been destructive. Um, the only reason yeah, why I stay here is because of the envi- the natural environment, which I've taken care of. I have a compassion for the land and the animals here, the natural yeah. wildlife. Well, if I leave, I don't know what they'll be put up to. You know what I mean? Who the new owners yeah. will be. Um. Well, one of the things that you do is to call to have the owners um, um, do do a a releasing ritual around your house if you're planning on selling it and uh, walk the property and call into the property for the perfect owners who will love and appreciate it and take care of it um, in, in a way that it, Deserves and the correct owners will come and find it. Um, and then the other thing I see for you, you got the ace of um, ace of fire, a seed that's being planted, and it hasn't even come up yet. I mean, it's because it's in a reverse position. It it you don't even know what it is, but there is this new um, excitement that will be coming your way, new opportunity. And then you also got an ace of earth. And the ace of earth is a gift that will be this new home, this new environment where you will feel safe, where you will feel um, it, you will feel planted and excited to be there. So, um, so the cards are definitely suggesting that it's in your best interest um, to make this move and just put out there what is it that I want. Um, 
and you're redefining yourself. That's part of this whole struggle thing that's coming up. So be sure you know who you are and who you want to be in a year, in five years. It will be something different than where you are right now because even though you seem very settled about about the divorce and everything, you're still going through a struggle with it. Does that make sense? I don't even think about it. I I don't know, maybe subconsciously, but um it's it was a long it was over a long time ago. It was emotionally it's not even there. But yes, being married for as long as I was, it's a complete change, absolutely. Yeah. But it, I it isn't the divorce to... as much as not knowing who you are. Yeah, because I did get lost in the marriage, right? Yeah, yeah. And and just, you know, being on your own, uh, right. even if you had had a happy marriage, uh, whatever. When you're on your own, it's different than when you're not. Even if you're on your own, uh, you know, even if you felt like you were alone a lot of the time, there was still this other preoccupation. But that that's that's going to take care of itself, right? And um, and these are very positive um, cards about about moving and changing and really being able to um, to come into a new sense of who you are and and um, a great deal of security and and a healing. It's going to be more healing than what you realize when you make that move to a new to a new area. Yes. Okay. So you're saying that as a single individual, uh, the universe is really telling me to go ahead and move forward as a single individual. Um, yes. Don't stay where I am. That's correct. Because see, yeah, I I have this toss up. I mean, you know, winter is going to be approaching. I I really wouldn't want to leave in the winter. Maybe maybe by springtime, my mind will completely jump out and say, now's the time, you know. But I just don't feel it right now. But like you said, there's some there's a seed being planted. Exactly. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Or actually. About being planted. I'm one sorry? is something for you to be passionate about and the other one is a sense of home and security. Yeah. Um when I'm looking at your chart, Patricia, I see I see indicators that kind of tell me that if there's any changes coming it's going to be a little bit off into the future. Um, the planet Mars is usually where I would look for action, right? I want to see where's Mars and, and, and what's it doing. And you're about ready to have what I call a Mars return, and that's when uh, the transiting planet meets up with the location of its uh, placement in your in your natal birth chart. And so, let's see, today uh, the planet Mars is sitting at 13 degrees of Leo, and by birth, you had it at 18 degrees, Leo. So you're very close to having a Mars return. 
what that means is that right now you're just in this waning phase. There's a two-year transit that it takes Mars two years to go around your chart. So your energy is sort of um, probably at its lowest ebb at this moment in time. And you may feel like it's getting ready to rev up. That's kind of, uh, and I can speak to this because you and I have this uh, right at about the same locations in our charts. And I can, I, I know how that feels where, you, you know, you you're want to get those wheels spinning and, and moving, um, but you kind of have a little bit of a stop sign here. And to make things a little bit different for you, Mars is in your natal 12th house. And that means that these next six to eight weeks for you are really going to be a lot about uh, keeping to yourself and um, taking a, a, a walk within, going through some inner work. And um, the 12th house is a place where we come uh, into ourselves to be able to see the truth of who we are and uh, to, to really gain intuitive insights into what's going on with us. And you also have Uranus and Pluto here by uh, birth. And so Mars will be also connecting with those planets over the next several weeks. And uh, just to make matters a little more complicated, as we get into the early part of um, uh, uh, late winter, early spring, Mars is going to retrograde. And so that means, you know, it's going to back up. So I think you're, you're feeling perhaps like springish might be a time to make some changes is probably fairly accurate because right now if you make changes, I think they might be too many changes anyway. It might be um, a situation where you kind of regret what you've done. Um, now, the really interesting thing for you over the next several years, and I mean several years, as I'm talking here, I'm thinking 20 years or so, is that the planet Pluto will be passing through your natal fifth house. And in that house, by birth, you have Mercury, the Moon, the South Node, the Sun, and Saturn. So uh, Pluto is going to be hitting every one of these planets over the next <laughs> 20 years or so. And that the fifth house rules love and joy and creativity um, and, and, and all of the romantic-type energies. So even though... You know, he Pluto is sitting at the last degree or two of the fourth house. If there's going to be a change, it's going to be within this next year, home-wise. And, then, and that may be because somebody else comes into your life where you can share the love and the romance and the joy with over the next long-term period. So I would agree with Judith and say, you know, just remain open. Um, put out to the universe what it is that you want for you. You know, what do you desire how would you like to see this play out? Um, you know, one thing that I see that maybe she doesn't is maybe that person wants to live with you in your place where you are now. That's a possibility because um, of your affinity for the beauty and the natural um, environment that you're in. So be open, but also yeah. know that there's some inner work to do for these next several weeks. Oh, yes, you are correct. I've been going internal. I, uh, at this point, I, I mean, I wouldn't sell right now. I'm I'm looking to internally do whatever repairs need to be done, you know, get everything mm-hmm. spick and span and ready in case I do. But um, that's why I didn't want to move right now because um, I do desire a relationship, and if the person would like to live with me, fine or Mm -hmm. 
they may want me to move with them, but I don't want to move and then have to move again. So I'm just kind of making some <laughs> thinking of shortcuts, if that makes any sense. I'm just a pre-planner. You know, I just like to, I already know what I want, you know. And I've, if I've you know what put you it want, out to the university. With that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You stick with what you desire. That's the important thing here. Um, yeah. And, and let the universe bring the other elements together for you, right? So the right person yeah. that wants to, to be in the right place with you. And um, it does look like, you know, a little bit of a dicey period here for these next few months. But then after that, um, I, I think love and romance takes over. One of the things you will be asked to deal with, though, personally, is the shadow in Libra, which is, you know, you have Lilith in Libra. And that is often a place where uh, people feel uh, isolated or, or lonely, so they want another person in their lives to uh, to alleviate uh, the pain of being alone. So just be certain that you're okay alone as well. I think you probably have gone through this enough. At 1963, mm-hmm. you're probably uh, you know coming up to what your 50th birthday, or you had that this year. Yeah. So yeah. So you're you're coming um, to a point of gaining wisdom in this area of your life. So uh, I don't see that the shadow will hold you back here very much, but, um, you know, it is time for you to get what you want for your life. So keep that in mind. You're creating this reality. Create it the way you want it. And when we're talking about, in in the tarot, when we're talking about, um, you know, if you stay or if you move, we're not talking about this week. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it, it's not like you uh, have to pack up your bags and and take off by uh, October first, but it is looking in that direction that there would be a big advantage for you to to be looking to a, a different place. Nice. Yeah. I do agree with you. Um, I am keeping my eyes open. Um, right now, at this moment, I feel, I I just intuitively, I just don't feel it's right. But what feels right for me is to get everything in order, start, you know, minimizing right. and getting rid of what I don't need and making repairs. And if I stay, I stay. If I don't, I don't. But um, eventually I do I do see myself moving i I just don't see it now, but um mm-hmm. you know i I do appreciate what the cards are saying to me because that gives me good confirmation in what go- is going on with me astrologically mhm uh, yeah, and you what you've got to keep in mind, and everybody who's out there listening right now is that uh for the next several months we have all of the inner planets changing direction we have mercury going retrograde in october venus going retrograde at the winter solstice and then mars going retrograde after that uh jupiter will still be in retrograde from november until uh, i think it was march something this year so so we have uh, you know the inner planets you know doing this retrograde dance which tends to bring us to an inner change as opposed to an outer change and that will uh really be uh changing to a different energy as we get into the spring so yeah just keep that in mind well it is interesting because when mars went direct in aquarius that is when uh my divorce was finalized and when uranus went direct 
that's when we talked, and and it happened the next day, <laughs> which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, so that's I do good. believe you're you're aware. I had okay. to look it up because it went, you know, so quickly. Uh-huh. But um, now that Mars goes direct, I mean, that's going to be a good sign for me. You're saying. Mhm. I mean, and okay. um, and that will happen, you know, here. Um, at a time when Mars is most likely just emerging into your first house. So that'll be helpful for you personally as well. So, Okay. Excellent. Thank you. All right, Patricia. Thank you so much, Patricia. Wow. Thanks thank so much you. To you. Awesome You're reading. Welcome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Very cool, Judith. I love doing this. Uh, we have our next person. You be- <laughs> we're down to 50 minutes. I cannot believe this. So I know. We're going I think- to... Yeah, we, need we have a full queue, so we're going to need to move it a little faster. Um, let's bring Lenise on. I think she's our next person in the queue. Hi, Lenise. Hello, ladies. My birthday How are you today? is. I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good. And I let me let me just be psychic for a minute. Your birthday is July fifth, nineteen sixty three. Huh? Oh, you are psychic. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've done a reading for you before, apparently, because I have a chart here oh, okay. for you. <laughs> okay, well, good. Okay. Or you can think I'm psychic. That's good, too. <laughs> so go okay. ahead and ask Judith your question. Uh, what do you see um, as far as what's going on now with my transits? Is there anything about relationship coming up? Is this a good time? Mm. Or anything presenting itself about relationship or whatever pops up now? Are you in a relationship currently? Somewhat. I don't know where it's going. I don't know (laughs) if it's an ending or a readjustment or what. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Um, Well, the um, you you have boy, we've had a lot of aces. I think we've had an ace in every reading so far. the Ace of Earth is coming up, and that is um, what's coming for you in the not-too-distant future is a new sense of security and a way of being. Um, it looks like your old relationship is coming to an end or it's in the best, in your best interest to have the relationship end. Um, are, are you... Um, Are you living together um, in this relationship or? No, we're not. Okay, that's good because um, because it it looks, there is a love out there for you. Um, and there there is someone, when you make space, there will be someone who comes into your life. But this other relationship that you kind of are having is one that's come and gone and come and gone again, and um, and it's really used your energy in that way. Does that sound accurate? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and it has also cost you um, for whatever reason. There, um, it you've given away a lot of your power in this relationship, 
and it's important for you to get that power back. You will not, um, the, the other person will not end the relationship. It's something that you have to do and you have to stick with because um, that's, that's how um, you've given away your power is even when you've tried to end it in the past, as soon as a person has wanted to come back in, you've let them come back in to the relationship. And that's not good for you. Hmm. Okay. Is so where, oh, go ahead. were the cards accurate in that? Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of. It's kind of like a, he's been fading in and out. And... I'm at this point, as far as I'm concerned, he's gone, you know, just fade completely out and, you know, don't fade back in. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm yeah, clearly and, seeing and, the pattern. And I am and I am seeing a different relationship um, coming up for you and somebody with whom you can have a conversation and converse. But it's really important to put a formal end to the other relationship. Even if it is um, writing in your journal that it's that I am done with him, I I don't know what your communication is now, but um, it's the kind of thing that if he gets bored and um, gives you a call uh, like he has in the past, then you're going to be tempted to. Um, to go out with him because you don't have anything else on your agenda. But that's taking mm-hmm. up that space. As long as he's present, nothing else is going to happen. Okay. Well, I've stopped taking his advances when he pops up. I've been refusing that, so Good. I've already got that and, and tell him, it's over. You haven't actually said the words yet. Okay. Yeah, you have to actually say the words. It's over. Okay. A true ending. Yes, a true ending. A bonafide. A bonafide ending. Um, Here's, you know, from my perspective in your chart, um, Lenise, you've got two specific things uh, that are really very interesting happening for you right now. First of all, Right now, today, the planet Saturn, Venus, and the North Node by transit are all sitting on top of each other in the sign of Scorpio. And they happen to be sitting on top of your natal Lilith. And your natal Lilith is in the sign of Scorpio itself. So that means that, you know, you have a fear, a natural fear of endings, um, of letting go of something. And so part of your growth process in this, um, in, in this lifetime, let's say, because this is probably a pattern that's developed over and over again, is not feeling worthy enough to let go of something or someone and then allow the next person that fills the spot to be someone that is of uh, the highest caliber possible. And so that means then that what's happened over the past year is that – a kind of a process of you letting a settling for someone and not you know calling in the highest best blessed relationship for you and so for right now what you have going on 
is the opportunity to let those things go from the past and to reconnect yourself to the real um, person that you want. In other words, you know, I'm sure you have some idea in your mind who that person is, who you want that person to be. Um, you know, what do they love to do? What do you um, do together? Uh, how does he treat you? Uh, all, all these kinds of things. I think you have that picture. And yeah. what what is really positive for you is this, is that as you, let's see here, have you gotten to your 50th birthday yet? You were just turned I, 50, this, right? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm, yeah. Is that at our 50th birthdays or thereabouts, between 50 and 51, the planet Chiron, which represents our wound in our in our charts, right? Our wound uh, begins to heal in a way that allows us to see something bigger and better for ourselves, and you're in that process. So the planet and Chiron, I'm then, that. yeah, mm-hmm. I bet you are because I know when I turned 50, I felt it in a big way. And so yes. its next stop is your seventh house of relationships, right? It's just it's at the border. It's sort of hanging, you know, at the very last degrees of the sixth house. And as it moves then into the seventh house, that begins to attract to you uh, the the relationship of your dreams, so to speak. I guess is is how I could say it, where you really begin to allow um, the right person to enter in. Right, it's it's an easier choice because it's almost like by magic you know who's good for you and who isn't, and so yeah. that is coming. The mm-hmm. other really stellar thing that's happening for you is this: today, tomorrow, the next day, one of these days soon, the planet Jupiter is going to be sitting atop of your destiny in the eleventh house, and at the day it does that, it is also going to hit retrograde status. So it's going to come to this point nice. and then it's going to back away. And a Jupiter-North Node conjunction like that is only something that happens every, oh, 12 to 19 years, let's say, right? It, it's not a, an often time, it's 12-year cycle in this case. Um, so it doesn't happen very often. So you can almost look back, hey, what happened 12 years ago? So that would take us to about 2001, 2002. And, you know, what were you allowing for yourself there? And as Jupiter comes into this part of your chart, it begins a process of you allowing yourself to revision. Remember earlier I did a reading for someone where it was time to revision and reimagine herself? You are the mm-hmm. same place at this point. This will be moving into your 11th house of vision, uh, of uh, reimagining who I want to be, who do I want to be with. Um, even the, you know, extending out to what do I do and who, what do I, you know, want to do with that. And at the, at the same time, Jupiter's also just conjuncted your sun, and that started a whole new 12 years of growth for you. So you're in a growth pattern. You can't grow and heal relationship issues if you don't have a relationship. So I'm pretty certain that you will be able to bring the uh, a new relationship in that is much more to your liking and much more uh, to uh, matching your desire uh, of the person in your relationship. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, because I'm feeling all of that. <laughs> That's you great. Know. Yes, it, it's very I, good because, you know, in a way you've been going through a process of freeing yourself up from the things that are not authentically you. Right, the people yeah. that you've had in your life did not resonate with you in the same, in in the way that you would ultimately want to become resonant with someone, and uh, perhaps you weren't clear yet on what that was going to look like, and now's your time, 
right? Get that very clear in your mind. And um, and that way you become sort of like a magnet then to attract that that same sort of energy signature to you. And remember, awesome. rem- remember, Lenise, that you really do need to um, tell the person um, that you're through. You you need to change that energy. Okay. That's part of being the authentic you. Yes. Yes. But I am yeah. I am really hopeful for you in this. This is a beautiful chart. Um, I'm not going to say it's all going to be easy breezy because I'm sure things are going to come up know. You know, as you start to look at, wait a minute, is this the person that's right for me? Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're going to, because part of you really wants that relationship. So yeah. don't settle. I, um, I was kind of um, had hope with this person because I had a, a reading done with him and everything seemed to go together so well, and we had so many connections. And um, one reading was saying that he is my soulmate for now, you know, at this particular time. So I just have to let all that go. i got to get all that out of my head. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. And here's another, here's another little aha for you to take away from this today. Sometimes in this lifetime, we are not meant to be with our soulmate. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't mean that you, just because this person is a soulmate does not mean that you are meant to have to stay with them. Sometimes there's just something you have to finish up. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, I guess so it's karma, a <laughs> karmatic relationship that needs to be completed. Yeah, it, it could very well be, especially mm-hmm. because it looks like through other lifetimes you have um, sort of settled for things, for perhaps people that weren't really good for you. And so in this lifetime, you sort of made a pact. I am going to have the person that, you know, loves me for me, who who wants to be with me, right? So if you've made that as your pact in this lifetime, then you're going to probably run through some relationships before you find the right one, including even perhaps one that other people point out as a soulmate, that you're just not meant to, to carry on a long-term relationship with this life. Okay. Okay. Thank you for calling, Lenise. Okay. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much, sweetie. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So many great questions today. This is awesome, Judith. Um, I mean, we're, I feel like we're, you know, the people that we're talking to are getting down to the nitty-gritty of things for themselves in their life. I love it. Yeah, you can first see how things are are changing uh, for people. And it's interesting yeah. to me, uh, and I know we have a lot of people waiting um, to yeah. talk with us. And part of it is what we've seen so far of what's going on in the world is people having to accept that they're worthy, really find out what they want, and to know that that you deserve what you want, and how to be authentic and honest within yourself. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so our next person, and I I apologize if I mess your name up, but I think it's Shruti or Shruti? Yes. Or Trudy, maybe? Yes. Did I say it right? Which one? Did I say it right? Second one. Shruti. Shruti. Yes. Awesome. Hi there. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. How about you? Thank you. Uh, I'm doing well, thanks. 
Um, how about giving me your birth information, since I, I don't think I've done a reading for you before. No. It's May 20, 1968. Okay. And what 40, time? 6.40 a.m. 6.40 a.m.? Yes. Okay. And what Pune, city? Pune, P-U-N-E, India. Okay. India. Oh, actually, you know what? The producer had given me this. This is... Yes. <laughs> Thank you for, for doing that again for me. <laughs> All right, I will turn you over to Judith. Okay, Judy, what would you like to know today? I am, I'm currently in the rental house. I'm looking for uh, to purchase my uh, home. I've sold my previous home, so now I'm open for it. And um, so anything about that or relationships? I'm not in a relationship right now. Okay, um, so for the amount of time um, we have here, um, would you prefer relationship? Let, let me let me look to see what's coming up yeah. for you. What? Uh, what the the, up. Yeah, between on the end of the year. Okay. Um, is this a rental house you're thinking about purchasing or a different house? Oh, it's a different house. I checked with the landlord. He's not interested in selling. Um, okay. The home, I've seen one online, which I uh, like, and we're going to go take a look at it on Saturday. Um, it backs up to a lake, so I like that. I do not know how it, that's going to work out. It's going to be a short sale so or something else. Well, there is a house that, uh, there is some property that's coming up for you in the, um, in the not too distant, in, <laughs> in the not too distant future. Um, and it's important for you to, um, to be really clear about what it is that you want. And you're going to find something that really, um, you and um, feels like it's it's um, the perfect place for you. Um, the cards are suggesting that you work within community. That you look for um, uh, for other people to network with and and to work with, and that you also um, put out energy in a way that there are several cards here that are saying to put out energy in your life to connect with other people. And as you connect, you're going to find both the perfect home for you and the perfect relationship. It also looks like you've been stuck or you have felt kind of trapped in the past and um and and you've almost worked yourself into a frenzy um with trying to change the situation and so it's time to kind of relax now um to reestablish yourself to take a deep breath and um to go after your goals but not in such a frenzy of going after them okay yeah i understand that because a couple of years it's been in transition a couple of years ago. I was in that position. Past year, I've moved to a different state, new job. That's why I'm renting this place. And uh-huh. I finally was able to sell my previous home, which is what, which is what was um, 
mentally and emotionally holding me back in terms of trying to find a new place, even though I could you know, manage both uh, expenses for both homes. I didn't want to take that on. Um, so now I feel like, okay, it's been a year, you know, I'm now ready to open up and, uh, and look for a new home. And um, since I've moon in Pisces, I connect a lot to water. So that's why uh-huh. it's exciting me. Drums up, it's close, uh, backs up to a lake, and there's a pool in the backyard. Oh, nice. Something that I, I recommend you do for the um, the house you want to sell is to do um, a separation ritual. Um, and that means that you, you uh, disconnect um, the, the old attachments that you have. Um, uh, in, no, actually, and, I, I have sold that home. It got sold. You in have? Okay. Yep. Okay, great. Yes. It's it sold. Okay, so now great. I feel like, okay, I can really, uh, I can find my home over here. Yeah. And uh, since and I've been here able- over a year, I feel like, yeah, I like this area where I'm at in Arizona. Huh. Yes, you will be able to find uh, to find your home. Are you picking up anything about in terms of uh, dates or anything like that? Um, I'm not seeing anything in terms. Uh, let me ask specifically about romance. Okay. Um, and that's that's cute. Um, the the card that I drew around romance is clarity, and um, that that would tell me to be clear <laughs> about what it is that that you want in relation. Okay. 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 And also. Being objective and, and and getting above it all. So within yourself, when you decide what it is that you want and um, how you want to be in relationship, then um, you will you will begin to project that out, and it will be clear to another person. Okay. Okay. I was asking regarding dates. Are you picking up any dates about uh, finding this home? (laughs) Well, let's look at and see what Janet, uh, the the dates are much better for uh, Janet. Yeah. uh, Janet, you're laughing, so you must have something. I'm just laughing because I thought the same thing as Judith did when you said dates. I thought you meant people to go out with. calendar (laughs) oh goodness um so you know looking (laughs) looking at your chart i can see that um the energy in the fourth house which is the house where i would find you moving or you know buying selling remodeling uh real estate that kind of thing has uh, the sun passing out of it right now because that's the sign is Virgo, and of course the sun is ready to move on into Libra. But what is here is the sign series or the uh, planet series, and she's really kind of like the mother goddess, and she indicates abundance and flow. At this point, though, she's really not aspecting any uh, of the planets that you have in the fourth house. So there may be a little bit of a process going on here before this can really be settled for you. Um, okay. The, can I ask you a very quick question? What uh, sure. I'm a little bit interested in astrology also. So which house uh-huh. system am I using? Because I have a Leo on my fourth house cusp. Uh, yes, Leo is on the fourth house cusp, but most of the house is encompassed by Virgo. 
So it starts okay, in yeah. one sign. It starts like at, uh, it looks like about 26 degrees of um, uh, Leo. Leo. Yeah. Jupiter and then your yeah. Jupiter. Yeah. Yep. The, the really good news, though, here is that Jupiter is sitting there in this house, and so is Pluto, and so is Uranus. And so for, in the long term, what what will happen here is that you will find the right place that really brings you uh, the highest in happiness, peace, love, that kind of thing. Um, it feels to me kind of organic in nature because uh, the sign Virgo here, meaning it, it's very earthy and also very uh, much, I'm sure, filled with water in some way, whether it's a, a pool, a, a lake, a creek, a, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the affinity that you have for the water, you know, in your yeah. in your chart. So, uh, but as I was telling someone earlier today in our conversations, we have a lot of inner planets going retrograde over the next several months, and that tends to slow us down a bit uh, in terms of uh, things that happen on the external. So use the time to really internalize the picture of what it is that you want in terms of a house, the property, where it's located, and that kind of thing, so that that you really have a crystal clear picture of what it is you want. Um, there also is a lot of energy for you in the 11th house, the house of vision. You have Chiron, Eris, Destiny, and Saturn all here. And, of course, Uranus is moving through this part of the chart, slowly kind of picking on each one of these planets as it, as it comes into contact with it. So this is a really good time to ina- engage your passion in this, to be bold, to boldly state to the universe what you want. And, okay. um, you know, bringing in some of that fire energy uh, around Aries, and uh, uh, which is, of course, passion and, you know, being bold and, and moving forward. Um, so bringing in that energy can be very helpful for you as well. What, just out of curiosity, um, what do you do for a living? I'm an engineer, but I'm uh, uh, right now I'm doing both technical and uh, administrative, facilitating okay. work on a new project. Okay. Um, are you thinking mm-hmm. of changing that field, or is there something better uh, you would like to be doing? I'm good at what I do, but it's not my soul calling. I, <laughs> and I haven't I found exactly that. what my soul calling is right now. Yeah. So. Well, I can tell you it hasn't anything to do with engineering. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you picking Just up saying, on? You know, your destiny is in Aries, which is a sign that really prefers action, uh, that really prefers um, e- even the outdoors. I mean, I suppose the indoors is fine, too, if, if it's something that's inspiring to you to do. Um, There aren't many destinies in Aries that I could say would be able to sit very still at a desk and and do that kind of work for too long. It would kind of damp down everything in their lives that has to do with passion. So um, find something that you're passionate about and go for it. Lead the way, because you are a leader, too, as well, with that kind of energy. So... Okay. Okay. Well, I hope it opens up right now. Um, yeah. Um, I, I think because these things are sitting in your 11th house, the opening mm-hmm. is dependent upon your visioning, right? Can you envision mm-hmm. it? Can you embody what it is that you want? 
that those are the key words that you want to think of envisioning and embodying um because you know the more things that you try on for size the easier it is for you to connect to what makes you passionate you know what really tickles your fancy so to speak all right and the house is also yeah. for group right group yes friends. it does rule groups and friends and things like that as well um uh, the problem with an Aries on the 11th house is that Aries is really a very um, leader-type person, and and they will take control of a group, um, which is kind of your destiny. <laughs> so, so maybe, <laughs> yeah, you know, finding some way to, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and again, know. a hard thing to do as an engineer, you know, in a small office. I, I don't know where you work exactly. You could work in a huge office. I've always but, worked in corporations. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been pushed into leadership. I've tried leadership role. I haven't enjoyed it, but I, it keeps keeps to come to me. So I'm like, okay, you know. Um, yeah. That's why I like this role right now. It's allowing me to be technical and more mm-hmm. facilitator. So, Very good. Uh, All right. Thank you. Take care. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling in today. Oh, let's okay. see. Um, where's my little list? After Shruti is Liat. Liat. Did I say Hi, that right? Hi, how Liat? are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm indecisive trying to put, figure out what to ask you because there's so many different things going on right now. Um, I'll just <laughs> I'll just give you a quick scoop on everything and then you can just see what's in the cards. How about that? Um, Liat, uh, how about if you start by giving your birth information to Janet first? Oh, okay, I had given it to him. Her. I thought she had it. It's nine twenty-five seventy-four. Uh, at eight forty-two a.m. Bronx, New York. Bronx, New York. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so um, tell me a little bit about what's going on. Okay, so basically, I'm feeling like my whole entire life needs an overhaul. I've been in a rut for many months, and a big part of it is due to my work situation. Um, they've been broke for months now, so they owe me back pay going back from May now, and I'm not sure if I'm ever going to get it, and I'm just feeling like stuck and in victim mode, and I finally spoke up about it and did something, and I'm taking steps now to try to find um, another job, and but not just another job because I don't want to be in an office anymore, so I'm pursuing um, child care. Like I'm working on getting my certification. I created a resume, and... I have some, you know, brainstorming ideas that I'm going to do. I'm wondering um, if I'm going to ever get my back pay. I mean, they say they are, but I'm not so sure given the situation because I feel like, well, am I better off collecting unemployment so at least I have some income because I feel like the longer I work without pay, the more they owe me and the less chance I have of anything. Yeah. You know. (laughs) So that's... Thing. And then the other thing was, and so that's keeping me stuck, too, because I've been wanting to change my home. I've been here over 16 years now, and I've been at this job half that time. So it's just like I feel like just everything is very stagnant. And I've also been single for since 2004, so I'm wondering if that's ever going to turn around. Like, it just seems like nothing's been going on for a long time now. So there's, the, the cards um, show that... It, definitely been been struggling a lot and it's time for you to do things in a different way in a new way um the other thing that comes up it, it's what i call the resume card uh came up 
And so it is um, looking at um, looking at what you want to create and and being sure that your resume reflects that. It is time to leave the the position, the place that you're in right now. You mean the work it's, or the home? The work. Yeah. Okay. It, it's it's time to leave the work um, now. And then you'll be moving into something where <laughs> you're working with community, and that could definitely be in child care or... or um, well, here's an idea even, I have, because I, if I want to do a nanny, it's like kind of hard to get in because nobody wants to hire someone with no experience. But my friend just told me about a food co-op that if you become a member, one of the ways you can contribute, because you have to put in certain hours a month, is to do child care and that they train you for free to do it. So I was thinking that could be a great way for me to get my star, get comfortable around children, get free training, and maybe get references, and who knows, I could get a nanny job out of it, you know? So that was something yeah. I was thinking of doing. Yeah. You have, there, you have a, a, a lot of potential. There is something that is going to be coming up where it's opening a lot of potential for you. So being able to go out and um, and explore around in alternative situations like you're talking about is the perfect thing for you to be doing. And um, you can even be applying until you get that. You can still be applying for other part-time jobs um, or you know some other jobs that are in your current field while you're getting ready to do um, to do the child care type of job. You have the ability to manifest what you want and to be real clear about it. Until you get your work situation taken care of, it's not time for you to move. I know you've been in the house a long time. You're ready to go. But uh, wait until you find out because your new opportunities and your new situation may take you to a different area, different neighborhood, a different place and if you've just uh, signed a lease or something it could be um it could be a detriment. So well, wait I was until you're wondering about that because I'm not like so tied to New York anymore. I've been here my whole life and uh, the cold winters for me, I've just I can't stand the cold. Like I'm already chilled to the bone and it's not even fall yet. So I was wondering about that, like if a job could take me outside of New York, if you see that kind of thing, or just outside of my neighborhood. It could very definitely be um, outside of New York. It could, um, it, because it's unexpected. So I, it, it's going to be in a different kind of of a situation in a different kind of a place. Um one of the things is for you to, um, there's cause and effect. You begin doing, looking um, uh, around, like I said, it's, it is time to leave the job that you're in. So that will give you time to begin to pursue some other things. And you may explore, let me get this one other. There, there's something that has had you almost feeling like you're, you can't make a move, you can't make a change, you have no control over your own life, and um, and it's time to be able to take that control back. 
It's a devil card. The devil card is about being in bondage, and you lift off the chains that put you in bondage. And it comes up when it's time to do that. So um, start exploring other areas of the country or or the state where you want to live and be willing to take that, um, uh, to go on Craigslist, to go and look at other jobs, again, even in your own field. And then um, once you decide where you're going to get settled, then you can look to, if you change states, uh, their laws will also vary according to child care and that kind of thing. So you want to know where you're going to be before you get involved in that um, certification process so that you don't end up being stuck. Well, I'm getting on Saturday my certification for first ACPR for adults, children, and infants. So you're saying that wouldn't apply if I left the state? It's only for New York? I don't know how that applies. Probably that would. When you were talking about certification, I thought you meant like child care certification. Oh no! I mean, the the co-op is just free training, but that's I don't think you get an uh, actual certification. You're just getting like training to childcare because right. I don't have experience, like say with babies. Like I wouldn't know without getting some training what to do. But I'm a very good. I know I can do it if someone shows me. Like that, I know for sure. But it's just that I need someone to show me and get my foot in the door. And you know, so I thought this was a good way to go about it. And in the meantime, I have been on Craigslist looking for part-time opportunities, either nanny or babysitting gigs or personal assistant type gigs, things like that. Good. That's good. That's exactly what you ought to be doing. Um, and um, so for and the look, job, you don't see back pay coming, like too. You don't think that they're going to pay it at some point? I don't think they have the resources to be able to do that. Yeah. Okay. And it, it it's a small company you work for, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah I don't see it I coming mean, either. Yeah, and, and it, it's like they just don't have it. Um, so, so I it, should collect on. I should file for unemployment tomorrow, then, right? And just at least yeah. come while I'm looking for work. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, they, they promise me all the time, but this has been months now. It's like, how long am I supposed to wait, you know? It's like well, I have you, you can, and you can take them, um, I don't, again, I don't know New York laws, but you may take them to um, small claims court or, um, uh, I mean, they could get into, in in some states, they can get into a lot of trouble for not having back pay or, withholding or things like that, it it all depends on, but when you go down for unemployment, they'll explain to you, when you say, I haven't been paid for a long time, um, and you give them the date of the last paycheck and how many hours you've worked and and things like that, uh, they may very well have advice for how you you need to proceed to be more likely to collect it, but I don't see that they have any money. Right. I was only going to file, like, if I was filing tomorrow, I would say that tomorrow was my last day of employment. I wasn't going to count that because I don't think they do retroactively for unemployment because they'll be like, well, why did you wait this many months to file if you're not getting income? 
You know, no, I don't I think it just starts from I, when you claim it. Yes, you're absolutely right. But they may be able to direct you to a um, to a legal way of making claim on the employers for that back pay. Oh, I see. Yeah, they won't. They they definitely won't give you any any yeah, kind it won't of back pay. Yeah. And, um, you know, Liat, as I look at your chart, it, it seems to me that part of the problem here is that uh, of having devalued yourself in this, in um, one of your, your major lessons in this life is, is to carry on forward with a healthy uh, self-worth. And I, I know you think you were, you know, helping them and, and that they had really good intentions, but Neptune is also conjunct your destiny in this, and it seems like perhaps you've been deceived and um, that perhaps they're not of as strong integrity as you thought. Um, be that as it may, you have the opportunity now to take your life in your own hands, like Judith was saying, and move forward uh, in a way that's positive for you. Mars, the planet of action, is definitely in your 10th house of career now. So whatever it is you can do to enhance um, your marketability, whether it's a class or a certification or anything like that, uh, take it. Do it. Yeah, yeah, because that's going to be helpful for you. Now, one of the things I do see coming here very quickly is that – the sun, as it moves out of Virgo and into Libra, uh, will be uh, in your 12th house. And that's sort of the house of um, the hidden, right, where where things get divulged, where, where we kind of can dig through uh, the underbelly of something and come out with uh, a new truth uh, or, or perhaps even, you know, think of this line. This line is what it reminds me of, shining a light on the unconscious, uh, so that you can see clearer the things that have been holding you back. And that's, you know, the next month will be about that for you. Right. And uh, I, I think that will really help you see how you've sabotaged yourself or perhaps how you've limited yourself in the past. And what you can come to during this time then is the realization of the truth of who you are and that you don't have to be limited by anything in this case. Okay. Right. And I sometimes so, wonder with my love life is. Because I have, like, an unresolved relationship with my mother, and I wonder if, like, that holds me back in some way. Because I, I don't know. Like, I have a real tough time with with relationships. I'm so used to being alone in my solitude and how to merge with someone else is very hard for me. And I don't know what type of, like, because, uh-huh. you know, I'm also on the spiritual path, so I find it very hard to, especially with men, to meet men that are on my level in that respect, you know? It's like I talk about these things and they don't—they're intrigued, but they—they they can't contribute anything. You know what I mean? So I don't feel that connection. Well, you know, and so that's—you know—your seventh house is the house of marriage and relationship. It begins in Aries, and then also moves through Taurus. And uh, as a Libra, of course, relationship is important to you. So. Uh, but, you know, I think, you know, there's some hidden reasons, hidden things going on here for you that you've got to uncover about what what's going on for you in relationships. How am I sabotaging myself here? The planet Venus, which is the ruler of your, um, uh, of your uh, 12th house, is in Virgo and in the 11th house. And that sometimes makes me think of somebody that's being too picky or too analytical in relationships 
so you know you might be finding out that you're you're not being your own best friend in searching for a relationship because maybe you have I don't want to say this too high a standards but I mean your your expectations uh, might be too high. Uh, I hate, no, I hate saying that, but that makes sense. I admit to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we all should have expectations for what it is that we want. But I'm guaranteeing you there are pr- probably plenty of men out there who might want to go on a spiritual search with you. Uh, you you just need to find that right person. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you welcome. so much. And thank you, Judith. Um, you know, guess what, people? We have six minutes left of the live show. Um, I do know that we can stay beyond the live show because I know I still have at least four, maybe five people in the queue that wanted readings. So we can, it will stop recording um, after a bit here. At, at, at 6 o'clock it will stop recording. But if our producer is willing to let us hang in there, uh, we can can still take some callers. Is that right, Michelle? Waiting for um, the answer. Yes, Erica is our next caller. Okay, Erica. Um, Janet, let me um, tell people if you want um, a tarot reading, I from me, I will be offering a special if you're listening to this uh, show, and um, you, uh, I'm offering a couple's reading is usually a hundred. I'm offering uh, a show special of $100, and an individual reading um, would be $85 instead of $100. So if you want to take advantage of this um, and you are listening, it won't be with uh, Janet's um, astrology. It would just be the tarot. It would be a one-hour reading. And you can contact me, Judith, J-U-D-Y-T-H. Um, actually, contact me at JudithSult at gmail.com, J-U-D-Y-T-H-S-U-L-T, like in consult, at gmail.com. Nice. Very nice, okay. yes. And excellent, excellent at doing readings. I, I highly recommend this. I am also running a special if you are looking at getting answers for uh, the fall in terms of astrology. Uh, I'm offering an, a look at the transits for the next three months for you for $75. That's huge. If you uh, would like to take me up on that offer, please email me at Janet Hickox, H-I-C-K-O-X, at Hotmail.com. All right. I believe that we have Erica on the line. Is that true, Erica? Yes. Hi. Hi, Janet. Hi, Judith. It's Erica. Hi, Erica. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, well, I was calling because um, I'm kind of gone into this pattern. This well, this year is my high change year, my number nine year, and I have in this last few years this pattern of like having to work really, really hard to make money and, you know, and it leaves no space for me to actually pursue, like, work that it's more of interest to me. And I haven't actually, haven't even been able to dance because it's been taking all of my time and it 
and it's um, you know it's highly frustrating and i'm i'm trying to um i'm you know trying to not be as frustrated about it but i guess in these last few months of this year like what are some of the things that you see that i can do to kind of shift this pattern so that i can actually you know have money with more ease and not have to kill myself doing something i hate for 13 hours a day and like you know and and not have any space for life well, Erica, you're you're um, nice to know that um, your situation is beginning to change. Um, you're at the point right now, the wheel of fortune in an upright position, so there is a change that's going to be coming down the line. You um, you are the final decision maker in life, and need to be making decisions that are sometimes. Um, uh, challenging and uh, sometimes they go against the advice of others but um, draw on your inner strength and um, you draw on the surety that you you know what is best for you to be doing and you've been struggling Uh, it's, it's interesting all three cards I pulled for you are trump cards, major arcana and so it tells me that you're in a, uh, you really are in a big um, time of change. And a nine year, as you know, is about releasing and letting go. And these new opportunities certainly be coming up for you next year. But what you need to do, because you'll be in a one year, what you need to do right now is to concentrate on what it is that you want to bring into your life, what it is that you want to create. And um, and and begin to manifest that. If you go on my website and look for some articles under manifestation, I think it would be very uh, useful for you to try some of those exercises. Okay. okay Is that okay. helpful? Yeah. Yeah. There is something new. I I just now pulled another. Um, uh, an ace of um, an ace of birth, and again, aces are cosmic gifts given in perfect timing. So things are very definitely changing for you. And Janet, yeah. what do you see? Well, uh, I didn't get Erica's birth information. Is this Erica Lewis? Yeah, this is. Okay, yeah. So I've got yours. I've got to just pull it up here real quickly. And um, of course, you know, we've talked a lot about your chart over the last couple of weeks, but um, specifically, see, Mars is now crossing into your first house. So I kind of agree here with uh, Judith in terms of something coming uh, because Mars, when it comes into your first house, begins to work on changing you um, and, 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 you know, making progress. Forward momentum is being established. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to I'm find anything seeing, different. Than- I'm also seeing that there is something in hanging on to that is from from your past. It's dead and gone, but you haven't released it yet. So, do you know what that is? Not sure. Um, I mean, I think it might be a belief system. You know, yeah. I think it's more belief system because around me. All I'm seeing is 
people struggling and not, you know, not having their dreams and kind of being frustrated and um, this whole mindset of having to work really hard. Um, I really want to let that go. I mean, I I yeah, can't need- I can't continue to work this hard because I just I can't do it. No, physically, yeah. you can't, right. I can't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things are changing in this. Definitely things are changing. Uh, I'm wondering, though, if um, part of the holdup isn't because you have Jupiter moving through your 12th house, and that's a year-long process, so it's not, you know, passing out of existence here real soon. And what it is asking you to do is to go in and look for any of the key areas of where you're holding yourself back, right? How are you um, creating an issue of sabotage, perhaps, or limitation, um, self-imposed, not, you know, from outside of you? But, you know, what is that struggle all about? And and really getting down to the um, deep-seated beliefs that may be hiding in there um, about uh, what you can and can't have. Um, that would be my guess here is of what's going on. I agree. Kind of, yeah, kind of need to go through of releasing yourself from any limitations. That that process um, will free you to move forward. You know, looking. It's interesting when when you said you know that you see people around you struggling. Um, and, and I love how you, you already put that together that, you know, I'm struggling inside and I'm seeing this struggle going on outside. Well, what is that struggle about and are you willing to release it? Are you willing to release struggle and just surrender to this whole process? You know, Neptune and Chiron both are in Pisces and they're both here for a, a longer period of time. And it's teaching us all about that whole process of surrender. Uh, of, of letting go of control over some things and getting back down to the deeper truths of who we are, right? Um, yeah. Instead of being, a, yeah. The card, the card that I drew for Erica um, when you were talking is uh, what I call the "Wish I Woulda Coulda" card, and mm. um, you've focusing for for a while. You've been focusing on all the challenges and the difficulties. And you've forgotten to focus on the blessings and the opportunities and the wonderful things. So there are two cups. There are three cups that are spilled over. There are two cups that are upright. So it's time for you, Erica, to change your focus and to and and you already know this because you even stated it. It's time for you to change focus. Look at the cups that are that are full, and as soon as you do that, new opportunities will come your way. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess the challenge that's coming for me is because I'm seeing my father, count like fighting with his cancer, and you know, kind of being financially destitute and feeling very helpless, and you know, and and trying to, you know, knowing that I can't stop working. As hard as I am, because I have no, I have no, no net, nothing to fall. That's that's a real challenge. Yes, it is. It's a real challenge, but it's also one that um, is. It it poses some interesting growth processes here for you, right? Because 
you know, that's what this timeline that you're on is about, is about evolving and moving beyond this. Um, just keep going and, you know, just keep envisioning what it is you want. That's going to get you through this. And focus on the cups that are upright. Right. Not what's, not what's and, behind you or what's been lost or what you haven't been able to do, but the potential for what can be. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for calling, Erica. Thank you. Erica, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, this will, this will change. This will pass. This will, this will definitely pass. I pray so. <laughs> it will, I promise. It, it will. It's, it's on the cusp. Okay, All right. um, you know, actually, we we, uh, we actually have a, a kind of an issue going on here in that one producer called into the show, um, and, and he's got to he's got to leave. So we are actually going to be uh, needing to to close this for tonight. I am so glad we had so many callers, and you know, one of the things that Judith and I want to do is make this a monthly show. And that way people can call in and get their readings. So before we close, I want to give Judith one more opportunity to tell people how they can get a hold of the discounted reading, because I had a request for that, um, and I couldn't even remember, bless my heart. Um, so it was something <laughs> Judith Consultants or something, so please give that information out before we close. Judith Stoltz at gmail.com, J-U-D-Y-T-H-S-U-L-T at gmail.com. Very good. And I'm writing that in the chat window for anybody who's still in there that they can take a look at that. Um, And, uh, you know, that's it for us this evening. Thank you all so much. Uh, I love it when you all call in, and uh, I'm just sorry that time keeps us from getting to everybody. But bless you all, and have a stellar week. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at Janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.